This is the Align with the Divine podcast. Tune in for your weekly dose of divineology with Pip. Pip Coleman is an author, Reiki master, and Australia's leading divineologist. Her purpose is to remind you how to trust your divine soul. This podcast is brought to you by the Divine Alignment Coaching Program. It's an amazing coaching program specifically downloaded to serve you, my earth angel tribe, for when you're feeling exhausted, lost, frustrated, or disconnected from your true self. You'll remember how to align with the divine and integrate your understanding of spirituality into everyday life to give you certainty, clarity, peace, and joy. Let's get into the podcast. Well, hello, welcome. It is time for podcast episode number 174. This week we are talking about the eight clues to your other lives or your past lives. We'll talk about the difference between other lives and past lives in a minute. But uh, this is one of my favourite, favourite topics to talk about and any of my clients who are listening will go, you say that about everything. But uh, this really is one of my favourite topics to talk about and one of my favourite to teach people about as well. And it's part of my coaching program because I just love the benefits that people get from learning about their other lives and how that can be applied to your current life. So what do I mean by past lives? Um, I mean, I guess for thousands of years and in many different cultures, we've been talking about past lives and how they might affect our current lives. And I've found it's the best way to understand and make sense of my world and my life. And it gives me great peace of mind. And it's done that for my clients as well. The knowledge from our other lives gives a feeling of relief, healing, a sense of purpose. And knowing that you are an eternal being brings peace. Accessing skills that increase your confidence, awareness of wisdom that brings self-empowerment. And one of the big ones for many people is it helps them to be less fearful of dying. And that's a huge thing. My past and other life memories have definitely done that for me. So the wonderful Brian Weiss, who wrote Many Lives, Many Masters and lots of other wonderful books, has said that if people knew that life is endless, so we never die and we're never really born, then this fear would dissolve. And if they knew that they had countless lives that they'd lived before and would live countless times again, how reassured would they feel? And if they knew 
that spirits were around to help them when they were in physical state and after they die, that they would join these spirits, including their departed loved ones, how comforted would they be? And if they knew that guardian angels really did exist, how much safer would they feel? And if they knew that acts of violence and injustice against people did not go unnoted, but had to be repaid in kind in other lifetimes, how much less anger and desire for vengeance would they harbour? And I really love that whole concept of feeling safe, feeling not um, afraid anymore. That's something that is seems to really be, you know, woven through our current state of the world and wouldn't it be wonderful if you could let that go by tapping into your other lives. A wonderful um, doctor called Dr Tucker who continued the research on children's past life memories that was originally started by Dr Ian Stevenson in 1967. Dr Tucker describes our soul as like a radio frequency and our body is like the radio and if the radio is broken or no longer able to be used the frequencies still go on and on and on until they find another home another radio to switch on so when we talk about the concept of past lives or when i talk about the concept of past lives we also need to touch on the idea that time is not actually linear in it's a way more complex than this than the way that i'm going to describe it today but for the purpose of our conversation just be aware that science has now proven that what we already suspected we i say those of us who've been here for many lifetimes that there are multiple parallel timelines that are accessible to us in different realms and Denise Lynn says that you can change the past, that the laws of quantum physics say you can take off in a rocket and come back before you took off. Not just a linear universe, it's expansive. And the past exists in our memories, it's fluid. Change the memory to find peace. So she actually does a lot of work with changing people's past life memories or giving them access to other lives so that they can reframe it and look at it in a different way. And if you've done any timeline therapy, then you'll understand that. If you're interested in timeline therapy, ask me and I'll put you in touch with someone who can do that for you. Anita Mojani also explains time in a really interesting way. She talks about it as like an apartment block, that there are many floors and that you live on say level eight, but there are also other lives happening on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of that apartment block. And so you should also think of it like a choose your own adventure book. Remember those? Multiple stories happening at once. It's not a past, present and future situation in a line, linear. It is 
this whole concept of things happening in multiple realms at multiple times. Now, this might be a bit like, blow your mind, and that's okay, but just sit with that concept for the moment while we talk about these eight clues today. Um, And it also brings into question the whole concept of ghosts. Are they people that we see from other times? Is it just a break in the thin veil between timelines? So they're seeing us and we're seeing them. How cool is that for an idea? Something else to think about. Anyway, let's get into, (laughs) I could go on and on about these things and I do (laughs) in my classes. So let's talk about the clues about other lives that can give you an indication Um, of where you've been. So what I'd like you to do is scan your life for things, places, incidents that might indicate a past life. And these are the eight clues that I've um, gathered from a few different places. But the first one is advice not remembered. So Advice not remembered is number one, and that is usually what happens there is when you're talking to somebody and you give them some advice and then a little while later they say to you, oh, that advice that you gave me was just spot on, it was amazing, and you can't remember giving that advice. You basically channeled it and it's come through you and it was so profound and so spot on, so intuitive, and that person's just gone, wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much. But you can't remember that you did it because it's like a mini channeling that you've done. And this is not because you're old and getting Alzheimer's. This is because this is a different situation. This is where you've actually given them really profound advice and you don't remember doing that. And usually when you don't remember it and it's this type of connection to a past life, it's because it's it's within a fairly short space of time that you forget that you've actually given that advice. Um, and remember, it's profound advice, like something that's really kind of hit the nail on the head. Number two is advice that suddenly comes through but you don't know how you know that advice and you recognize it in the moment. So I've done this sometimes when I'm teaching, I'll be standing in front of the group talking and it feels like somebody else is talking through me, that there's knowledge and wisdom that's coming through because I'm really in flow and everything's going really well and I will feel my mouth moving and sound coming out, but it will actually be my own brain will be going, wow, this is really cool what I'm saying. Where is this coming from? That is definitely past life wisdom or other life wisdom coming through you, which is very cool. Number three is places in the world that you have a strong connection to. And when I say strong connection, I mean it could be obsessive where you absolutely love Greek food or, and I don't mean, uh, you know, you just really like the taste of it. I mean, 
you have an obsession and it really, really makes you feel like home, like you've been there before. Um, and, and you've been to places in the world, I know I have, where I've walked down um, streets, like in London, for example, I had some really strong um, feelings like I was connected to that place and that I'd been there and lived there before. Machu Picchu in Peru was another one that I felt very strongly that I was connected to that place, that I had lived in that place at another time. Um, and you may have had a similar experience walking down a street. And I'm not talking about deja vu. We'll get to deja vu in a minute. This is where you actually have that strong feeling of like, I, I know this place. I know it. I have been here. I've lived here. Places in the world, that connection is really interesting. And uh, I have met people who are really, really, they love a particular country. They're attracted to people from that country. They marry someone from that country and yet they've never been to that country before. So they might be really in love with, you know, everything Egypt, everything Italy, you know, you know, people like that. Maybe that's you. Um, number four is skills in your life that are mystical or unusual. So, you know, those kids that can, you know, they've come out playing the piano or the violin or they're amazing at a particular sport. Uh, one of my favourite books is um, The Boy Who Knew Too Much by Kathy Bird, who wrote about her son who was just this incredible little baseball player from a very, very young age. He was a baseball player and that's just a wonderful, wonderful book if you ever want to read uh, a super cool book about um, past lives. So number five is teaching from other cultures. So this is where you really resonate with books or, uh, you know, information that is from other cultures. So if you're really attracted to um, the writings of a particular poet from a particular area and it's, you know, not connected to uh, your current life or you're particularly attracted to a religion or a, um, you know, wisdom or knowledge from other spaces that don't really connect with your current lifetime, then that could be an indication of an other life, a past life that you've had. Number six is meeting people and resonating with them or really not resonating with them. You know what I mean when you meet somebody and you have no idea who they are um, and yet you just know that you don't like them or you just know that you're going to be their best friend. And that is so interesting to me because that can indicate a past or other life connection that you have with that person that you've been in this world or another world with them before that you have a soulmate contract that you've come in with and they are uh, coming in to to do something with you and to create your life now which is pretty cool 
Number seven is deja vu. And deja vu is interesting because it can be an indication of another life. It can also be um, a bit of a premonition type of situation where you've been thinking about a particular place and then you've um, dreamt about it and you've sort of played out some scenarios in your mind. Um, that's more of a premonition type of situation. Whereas deja vu is where you've actually walked that street before, had that conversation with that person before. It's actually a an indication of another life or another time that you've had that conversation, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> and number eight is skills. Uh, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, skills in your life that are unusual, but this is more around um, skills that are extraordinary. So I guess, I, you know, when we talk about skills in your life that are unusual or mystical, that's a little bit different to the sporting and um, musical um, skills. So some skills are, you know, like that little boy, that wonderful um, little boy that's in The Boy Who Knew Too Much, which has been made into a film actually. He was like an amazing baseball player from a very young age. The skills in your life that are more mystical are, you know, being really drawn to uh, working with crystals or shamanism or, you know, some of the more ancient arts in terms of healing. They are pretty special. And when you're talking about other lives, there's a, there's a more than, you know, it's more than significant that you are um, connecting to a, to another life when you start to get into the healing arts side of things and shamanism and that sort of thing, because it's, they're so ancient. They're so ancient. Those, that knowledge, that mystical knowledge. And yes, you could be you know, kind of just discovering it for the first time potentially. But usually if you're really drawn to the mystical arts or um, those sorts of things, they tend to be an indication of another life that you've actually already got this wisdom and knowledge and that you're just reminding yourself of it again. And that's why it resonates with you so significantly. So have you had any of these indications in this lifetime, have you had advice not remembered? Have you had situations where advice suddenly comes through and you don't know how you know? Have you been to places in the world and had a really, really strong connection or want to go to places in the world where you feel you have a strong connection? Do you have skills in your life that are mystical or unusual? Do you really resonate with teachings from other cultures and you feel like you just know or have known this information before? Have you met people that you really resonate with or you don't? And particularly um, interesting if they're from another culture. And the deja vu situation, have you had that happen? Or have you got skills like music, sport or art <clears throat> that are just really amazingly 
um, special and, you know, high level uh, where you just knew how to do it just from the time that you were born is a really good indication. So if you do a past life regression or another life meditation for yourself, um, it's usually guided and it's a combination of relaxation, visualization and allowing the memories to come through. And you don't have to believe in past or other lives to get the benefits of a process like that. There are things that we can't fathom, but they're true and they work to help us heal. So there's a difference between a past life regression that you do with a hypnotherapist or a past life hypnotherapist and a past life regression where you do a meditation on your own. Usually when you go to a a hypnotherapist who takes you through a past life regression, they will ask you questions as they go through the process and lead you a little bit more in terms of, you know, asking and answering, and you can answer as part of that process. Whereas in a meditation, um, an introductory meditation, like the ones that I do with my clients, is usually just to sort of begin that process of tapping into other lives and start asking the questions that can really open up that doorway of what does it mean to have you know, this knowledge and this wisdom in this lifetime. What can I do with it? So what are the benefits of past life knowledge? What's the benefits of knowing this information from these other lives? Well, your health can be improved if you have issues that are not resolving in this lifetime because they are actually connected to another life then you can actually heal and recover from issues that are really not being uh, resolved by tapping into other lives and recognizing that it's not from this lifetime and letting it go. You can discover your purpose. You know, if you've really been struggling with why am I here? What's my meaning you know for my life you know where am i supposed to be going you can actually discover a significant reason for being here if you go into other lives and see what you did then where you were how you contributed to the world what you did for your community and who you were as a person and that can give you a really good indication particularly if you scan a few lives you can actually see a pattern. Benefits in terms of your career, similar to the purpose, although your purpose does not have to be your career. In fact, sometimes um, quite a lot actually, people's purpose is not necessarily connected to their career. And uh, we get a little bit caught up sometimes thinking that we need to do the job, that our purpose is our job, when in actual fact, that is not always the case. Maybe your purpose is to bring up your children and, you know, bring beautiful, balanced adults into the world that are going to be mindful and respectful and loving. Maybe that's your purpose. Uh, Maybe your purpose is to feed the sick or maybe 
taking care of other people is your purpose and it's not about a particular job because you can do those things in multiple different jobs and businesses. Knowing about your past lives and your other lives can be really helpful in your relationships. If, for example, you have had multiple lives with a particular person and you're trying to work out why this relationship is not working or why this relationship is working really well, then you may find out that by going and looking at other lives, you'll see that you have reincarnated with this person many times before. And you have similar themes, again, running through each of the lives and each of the relationships that you've had with them. They might have been your parent, they might have been your child, they might have been your sibling, your partner in previous lives. And it makes perfect sense when you look back at these um, or look across at these other lives, it might actually make so much sense to you why you're having the issues that you are in this lifetime when you look at those other lives. It can have benefits in terms of your family, you know. Um, we, I believe we reincarnate with soul groups of people and that our family is an important soul group that is here to teach us lessons and that we make contracts with those people to teach us the lessons that we're that are coming up for us so if someone is particularly difficult with you or you have a difficult relationship with them perhaps they're teaching you patience and forgiveness and unconditional love um, it's really interesting and also there are people who are coming to your life for a season, a reason and a lifetime, you know, it's not always about having somebody in your life forever and ever and ever. Um, being aware of that is really important and being um, allowing of those relationships to come and go as they need to is also really important. And if you can know that, then you're going to be less controlling and less likely to hold on to things that are not actually serving you, particularly when it comes to relationships. Uh, finally, karma. Um, yeah, knowing, like Dr. Brian Weiss said earlier uh, in that quote that I read out, you know, if you knew that people would come back, that you would come back and that everybody's coming back and learning the lessons that they're supposed to learn and that nothing is unseen in universal terms, that everything comes around you know that that what goes around comes around and that we the energy that we put out comes back to us and that there is that sort of uh completion of things that is reassuring to know <clears throat> and yeah i like knowing that i like knowing that also one of the things that i've discovered is that not all past lives are human. Some of us have had past lives and other lives in other realms. You might find that some images come through to you in dreams or in meditations around being a fairy or an angel or a mermaid or a gnome or a leprechaun or an animal or even a star person from another planet and sometimes even plants and crystals. So it's really, really interesting when we start to dive into this. 
I once had uh, a client who asked me to tap into her past lives, her other lives, and I saw a beautiful scene unfolding in my mind as I was doing my Reiki session with her. There were dolphins and mermaids, fish and other sea creatures all around us. And my client was a gorgeous merwoman with flowing blue-green hair and a magnificent tail. She was singing and playing with the other mer people in the ocean and it had a very clear Atlantis vibe. I found it very easy to believe it was a memory of her and to tell her with confidence that what I was seeing, it was so vivid, you know. And one of my own um, memories, actually a few of them I wrote in my book, Finding My Soul at Sea, which some of you have read, and you can get that on my website. And uh, one of my favourite stories is around the memory that I had when I did a meditation once um, quite a number of years ago now and I was riding on a horse in the desert um, and I had this big cloak on with a hood, big black cloak and I was riding on this horse and I knew that I was going to speak in front of a group of people and I was quite nervous about speaking in front of this group uh, and so as I was riding on the horse, I was kind of psyching myself up to do this speech. And when I got to the big tent where the speech was going to be held, I got off the horse and I went over to the tent and I stood in front of this big group of men. There was lots and lots of men of all different ages. <clears throat> and um, I did my speech and they nodded and they clapped and they um, seemed to like what I had to say. And then after I'd done the speech, I walked out of the tent and I went over to the horse and I took the hood off my head and I realised that I was a woman, not a man. As I had been presenting myself in front of these men as a young man, I was actually a woman. And then as I was about to leave and get on my horse, I felt someone's hand on my shoulder and I turned around and this really um, beautiful older man was standing there and he said to me, you can be yourself and they'll still listen to you. And I remember being really emotional when I came out of the meditation because that was so vivid, so vivid and so real. And I really felt that energy from that man saying, you don't have to be anyone other than yourself and they'll still listen to you, which was amazing. And just from doing a really simple past life, other life meditation, I was able to tap into that really essential wisdom that has taken me through and brought me to where I am today, where I'm now teaching people how to connect with their true selves so that they can express it in the world. And in doing that, I'm expressing my own true self into the world. Pretty cool. So hope you had a few aha moments today with our eight clues to your other lives. If you would like to jump in and do a 
past life meditation with me or you'd like to have a consultation to talk about um, the clues that have come up for you or people in your life that you'd like to discuss, please do connect with me. I'll put my details below as usual in the show notes or you can go to pipcoleman.com and click on the work with me button. I would love to hear from you and your aha moments. As always, enjoy your week. It's been a delight. And as I say, I could talk on and on about this topic. I look forward to speaking to you next week on the Align with the Divine podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Align with the Divine podcast. Tune in for your weekly dose of Divineology with Pip. I'd love it if you'd rate, review and share this podcast with your fellow Earth Angels. This podcast is brought to you by the Divine Alignment Coaching Program to help you remember how to align with the Divine and integrate your understanding of spirituality into your every life to give you certainty, clarity, peace and joy. You can find out more at www.pipcoleman.com and of course, come and join me over on my socials at Pip Coleman Author Coach. See you there.